Baby, I look good, I look handsome. Baby, I look good, I look handsome. Yo, what is good, everybody? It's your boy, Keith Logan. Be sure to follow me at klogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. And welcome back to the Wholesome Men podcast. I know it's been a minute. And of course, I got my guys with me. I got JLP, Justin. What's good? What's good? Y'all already know what it is. Y'all go ahead and give me a follow on IG at JLP underscore 63. Follow me. Let's get it. Let's get it. And next, I got my guy, Dr. B. Yo, what's good, everybody? We're back at it again. It's your boy, Dr. B. You can follow me at Petty Next Door underscore four. All right. And I know what y'all thinking. Where the hell is Mitch? Don't worry, we didn't drop him. He's still still in the podcast. He's just busy, got stuff to do. Got real life grown man shit to take care of. So man, ain't nobody worried about that nigga. Shit, that's that's my guy. Mitch gonna listen to it. <laughs> he gonna be nigga. mad. So But let me go ahead and get into what this podcast is about for anybody that's wondering or that's new or just need a reminder so this podcast consists of educated men from different backgrounds and cultural values and it's pretty much to be a sounding board to each other and talk about daily issues that men might face in life whether that's funny stories woman troubles daddy issues mama issues personal beef that we have between each other and we mostly want to promote mental health within the black male community and as men we do acknowledge our cisgender heterosexual male privilege that we have in society today so with that being said, y'all now tuned into the Hosts of Men podcast. Let's get it. Houston hottie with a model body. I'ma bust it open like a centerfold. Bad bitch with a lot of options. Half of me is really hard to talk. She don't suck it sloppy. She don't like the ride. She don't lick the bow. She ain't really wifey. All right, so I want to get into uh, this IG topic. And first of all, thank er- I thank everybody for sending in some topic ideas or just just giving us some conversations to talk about. Uh, one thing that stood out on IG out of all the topics that were sent in, uh, and I think we talked about it as a group in our group chat a while ago, is uh, is sex on the first date a deal breaker? Now, I heard different answers for this. Uh, I know as younger, I know it's always like a deal breaker, but now that I seem like we're more mature, the answers kind of vary. So do y'all think sex on the first day is a deal breaker like do you think the girl's a hoe if you hit the first night or like do y'all actually have a connection what y'all think i mean i think it really just depends on the circumstances bro i mean if i take a girl out on a date and then we end up going back to the crib and doing our thing i mean i wouldn't think that i wouldn't just instantly think oh she's a hoe but if i've already heard some things about her before and already knew that was what was going to go down then i think it's different so really i wouldn't just necessarily be like i wouldn't second guess no girl just because we had sex on the first night because at the end of the day it takes two to tango so she could have the same mentality so if i'm really feeling the chick and we end up having sex on the first night and she ain't fuck with me no more because we had sex on the first night then i'm gonna I'm a be salty so you gotta look at it from both ways so no nah, I, I wouldn't be tripping it just depends on the circumstances too if i already know what it is before we go yeah i mean i think i mean if being honest i think as you get older that that shit definitely doesn't matter but here, here's here's where i see guys make you know a really tragic mistake about this is they get previous information about a uh, you know about a woman or a girl or lady 
that has had sex, you know, fairly easy to other people. And then when it came to you, you're you, you you're mad that you got to put in work. Mm. That's tough. And, and that's what <laughs> that that's what the whole mentality of, oh, uh, you know, I can't have sex with a girl on the first. I can't take her seriously. Well, I mean, you're we're large producers of that narrative um, because if you're mad at her because she didn't give you sex on the first day based on previous information. That ain't got that ain't got nothing to do with her. That's that's everything to do with you. So I just I just think that it's it's a bad narrative. It, it's men that largely promote it, but it shouldn't matter. Time should not matter when somebody has sex with you, whether it's the first night or the hundredth night. What it needs to come down to is are you all being honest and upfront? Then go from there. Facts. Oh, yeah, tran- trans- transparency is everything. But here's the thing, though: what if you hit the first night? It ain't it. You still, you still, you still messing with her, or shoot, vice versa. Yeah, you know like, the answer to that. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 bro, not for real. Like, I mean, I feel bro. like if I've had a bad experience with a girl, bro, I mean, it might be. You like, still gonna hey, really, you know, talk to? You can work on it. On top of the fact that you hit the first night and it was trash. I don't think a conversation that be that great where, <laughs> where you like, I mean, oh, I'm going to wipe her up, even though the box was trash. I mean, what, what makes it trash, though, I think it's, it's, it's one thing. Like, physically, there's things that, you know, maybe are not compatible, right? Like, you know, if there's a shrimp penis and a very, <laughs> you know, like a, a, a woman might be like, I can't have a shrimp penis. That's a preference. Or a guy may say, you know, there's, 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 uh, I need, you know, a lot of wetness and this is not wet enough. But what usually make experiences trash, right? It's because the two don't know each other to make it work. So y'all just fumbling around and, you know, doing shit that turns people off. And you wonder why he can't get on hard and why she not wet. You don't know each other. Or if her pussy stink, that's a. I don't. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the, done deal what, right what, there. What what got to be said is true, though. I mean, it is. Facts. Sex is really like a, a intimate thing, and in this day and age, we kind of don't treat it as such. So, like, when niggas get mad, that's old girl ain't on her level. Like, for example, I've had people tell me, "Man, she ain't wet enough. Her shit trash." But really, I feel Indeed. like we gotta look ourselves in the mirror. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, like, <laughs> no, that's facts. If if it ain't if it ain't it, then you gotta kind of look at yourself. Like, all right, well, shit. If she went all the way in it, then it's something about you, not her. Because at the end of the day, girls want it just as bad as we do. <laughs> well, and, so- and I want, I want, I want to like kind of bring this this notion about women hygiene, right? Because I think Uh-oh. guys really do get. I, I think they're just mis uh, uh, miseducated because they don't obviously they don't know about you know the female body, and I'm not saying that I do, but. There's a difference between a woman having an odor because of chemical imbalances and a woman that has ain't washed her ass. They're like they're really <laughs> oh, different, and I I'm think kidding. a lot of times men encounter a woman that's having some pH balance that's beyond her control, and then we're gonna say, "Oh, her shit stink," you know, versus you know a woman who just don't wash her ass, knowing that there are a lot of guys out here. That don't wash their balls. Dirty dick ass niggas. Dirty dick out here. Facts. But we want to say women's thing. It's usually because there's probably a pH 
PhD bound. Or it's the so, dirty dick niggas that cause their pussy to stink too, ooh, throwing what? off their PH nails. Dirty nails if, ass niggas fingering, right? Leaving all oh that. God. Girls be watch them niggas' nails and them niggas' nails. So if her, <laughs> so if, her, if if y'all about to get into it and her shit stink, you just leaving? Or you just gonna follow through with it anyway? I've I've actually been in that awkward situation. I I have it. I ain't never experienced a girl with, with bad odors, so I'm at, I don't, I don't know what I would you do. You just got to hit her with that. Uh, I don't think I'm ready. Or you just be honest. <laughs> like, shit. I'm like, I ain't going to lie. I wasn't bold enough at that time. I was younger, uh, to be Ooh. honest. So I was like, honestly, I don't think I'm ready for this. So. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for this. Bitch ass nigga. I don't think I'm ready for this. I'm going to I'm going to the bathroom and I'm gonna have one of my niggas call me and say they can eat. That's even jealous. Shit, that's worse. <laughs> I don't know. And niggas, y'all know y'all did a cold red before where y'all homies called you and got you out of situation. So don't stun nah, either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel I feel like but I feel like girls is figuring that out now. So if you laid up with a girl and you like you on your phone all of a sudden a nigga call you talking about, hey bro, come get me. I feel like a lot of them done dealt with that situation before, so I think we need to figure out a new uh, method, because, shit, they catching on. Shit, what's a new method, then? <laughs> shit. Exactly. Uh, exactly. No. Niggas don't think on their toes like that. That's all we got. <laughs> nah, but listen, why, why, why have a method, though, just, just, if you had that conversation before ahead of time, right, like, what would it be if a guy was like, yo, I'm not saying it's going to go down, but if it do go down, I'm definitely not staying very long. Like, just be up front. Like, I... I, I, if we go, if it, if it happens, it happens. But when it's done, I, I'm gonna put my clothes back on and I'm gonna get up out of here. Cause we doing all this other extra work to be like, I don't want her to feel like I don't want to be here. That's a hit and run. That's what I call Man. it. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's call it what. But if you're up front, in the I think if I think if you tell a woman up front and says, "Hey, I'm not gonna really cuddle after this," you know, and I, I just want to let you know that if we ever get in this encounter. Uh, I, I'm I'm quick to put on my drawers and, and chuck up the deuces. That means if she engaged, if she has sex, if she engages with you, then she already know, like, oh, yeah, this nigga's going to leave. And she might want you to, to be honest. Maybe, but I feel like eight, eight, seven, eight times out of ten, like, it don't work out that way. <laughs> it That's don't the work ideal situation. Because I, I, I can sit here and tell a girl, look, if we have sex, you know, this is what it is, and that's all it is. I ain't looking for yada, da 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 And then we do the deed, and then cool, I leave, and then she cool with, then we do the deed again, and next thing you know, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> I like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you skipped some wow. steps. What? All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but that's how, that, that's how that shit be, bro. It, it don't ever work out the way you want it to, bro. Damn. Sex is an intimate thing, bro. Sex is an intimate thing, fact? bro. Someone, someone catches we We've talked about this on a podcast before. Someone always catches feelings, bro. Whether that be, and I'm not saying it's just the girl that catches feelings. Niggas be catching feelings too. Well, I can understand, <laughs> like you messed around with a girl uh, last week, and then you all of a sudden pop up with a, a girlfriend. I can understand why, where there may be some concern on the girl side, but <laughs> Boy, niggas be getting niggas be getting girlfriends on accident every day. Facts on accident. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is facts. Niggas, niggas accidentally get girlfriends every day. B. She coming over every night. Next thing you know, she at the crib all the time. Well, shit. I, I think, but here's what I'm saying though. And I know it seems like, yeah, you living in a fantasy, but this is it's, it's porn. If you can be upfront in the beginning and say, here's here's 
here's the list or here's the like guidelines. And you get to that point and she or he wants to uh not uh, uh, listen to the guidelines, that's not on you. You gave a clear this is what I'm about, this is what I'm gonna do. And that person still chose to to make that decision to do it with you. You're relieved from any dirtbag, asshole, you know, type situation because yeah. you kept it up front. You know, you kept it under. But I feel like that's a lot easier said than done too, because at the end of the Man. day, I feel like I feel like that is in the fairy tale world, bro. Because to uh, be honest, most of these most of these niggas act like they like these girls just to get in the actually, draw, bro. A lot of these niggas. Justin, do, just I'm try. Actually, yeah, I'm not saying, right, right. Try it. Try, it don't sound saying, too bad of an idea, actually. Who's to say I haven't done it before? I'm How'd it go? Saying, I'm. What did I say? <laughs> Eight times out of ten, someone catching feelings. Oh, you, so, yeah, that many attempts. Okay. Huh? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying in general, like. Bro, like, nah, it's not how it's gonna happen, bro. All it's right. not how it's gonna happen. I feel like it's a fantasy world, bro, because it's, it's just gonna end up being a thing. It's just gonna end up being a thing. Gotcha. Well, so, you, you, somebody you, gonna be salty. You, if me personally, bro, if I'm, if me and the chick agree that all we doing is fucking, right? This, that's all we doing. And I find out she fucking another nigga on the side. I'm gonna naturally get salty, bro. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna, I ain't, I'm gonna feel some but, type of way about that. You have, but Justin, did you have a conversation? In the beginning or before time or like even after y'all had sex and say, yo, listen, because you can change up. You can say, yo, this is what it is. We just having sex. Then you have sex. Did you have a conversation at that and say, yo, I didn't know I was going to like it this much. I like you this much. So I want to reevaluate us. This is what I would like going forward. And then allow her to make that decision and say, I'll go forward with you or nah, nigga, this is what it is. At least. Having that up front, you get to make decisions. You leave people to make the decisions when everything is on the table. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, how about this? To all my niggas listening to this podcast, <laughs> I want every single one of y'all niggas to try that shit. And Give let us some feedback. That shit worked out. We, let's get some feedback. So with that being said, that's going to lead me to my next question. So I know we was talking about sex and dating girls or whatever, just talking to girls in general. So... Relating to that, what do y'all think about women shooting their shot first? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think I it will make it. the whole it. process a lot easier. Bro, it makes it so much <laughs> easier, bro, because man, I love it when I know when I know that that's what they want. When I if someone shoots their shot at me and I was already interested in the first place, it's beautiful. Because it's like nowadays, now I mean, I'm not going to say nowadays, but a lot of the time girls like to play games. Even if they want you, they like to act like they don't want you. But if I'm chilling and this girl pulls up on me and she's like, hey, shit, that, that's half the battle right there. The all, battle. Now, all I got to do is just say what's up, and then the rest is going to work out itself. Like, I, I love it when a girl is confident enough to shoot her shot because niggas nowadays be scared to shoot their shot because next thing you know, you in the group chat with it <laughs> for, for signing DMs or all that shit. So I, yeah. I know a lot of niggas that don't like signing that's insecure about signing DMs because they ain't trying to be in the group chat. So if a girl wanna slide wanna slide in the DMs, then hey, shout out to them. I love the confidence. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Love it. Yeah, I'm a big component of if if uh, a woman wanna shoot their shot, great. I mean, I think that, that kind of gives uh, you know, uh, you know, the man a little at ease to be like, okay, cause I and I see, I know guys that are just shooters, you know, we got we know those shooters, right? They're gonna shoot shooters, regardless. Shooters. 
With a low percentage, any low percentage, low field goal percentage too. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't make Michael Jordan didn't make every shot he took. <laughs> he took. I mean, he a legend though. Some niggas <laughs> looking like facts. Some niggas, some niggas like Kobe. They shooting forty regardless. Some niggas got Ben Simmons a three point percentage, but oh, that's what. <laughs> but I would say like right. it's, it's it's you know it's a good thing, and at the end of the day, if if the woman don't want, don't want to, you know, even if she shoot a shot, what what I would say is even if a woman shoots a shot and then later on says, I don't want, you know, to talk to you anymore, guys just need to be okay with that and be like, don't, don't, don't think just because a woman right. shot a shot that that's a forever, she wants to be forever. It's just she shot a shot at that moment. And if it goes somewhere, right. it goes somewhere. Like I said, girls think just like we do, man. <laughs> they think just like and we do. ladies. Oh, um, ladies, let me put y'all on game. Niggas are stupid. We can't. That ain't cold. <laughs> they ain't, they oh, know they that, know that. Nigga. Oh, my bad. That's not putting. All right, we game. can't no read minds. If you if or dumb, excuse me. <laughs> we can't read. Excuse me. Sorry to anybody that would get offended by that. I yeah, apologize. It's a, uh, it's a, but yeah, it's continue. A word. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. My fault. My fault. We are stupid. We can't read minds. If you like us. I think it will be best to just hit us up because we can't read minds. We might be feeling you too, but we don't know. We might not want to. Not everybody want to put themselves out there. Out there, not everybody shooters. And niggas, sometimes we old enough. We don't need to be playing these games no more. If you feeling this, let us know. If not, cool. If it's not reciprocal, keep it pushing. It can go both ways. Right. I think niggas, rather you have a likely chance if you holler at a nigga. And it's gonna go in, and then vice versa for us niggas, cause you see how niggas field goal percentages are. Y'all check y'all DMs, so y'all know what it is. I mean, I just think I think the whole idea of a man has to initiate everything. A man has to mm. set up the first day. A man should a man should be the one to to do the chasing. I think that's I think that's dumb. I mean, as men, we're naturally gonna go after what we want, and I understand that. But shit, I feel like that's wasting Five time if a girl's just gonna sit around and be like, "Man, I'm really into Justin, but he ain't shooting a shot at me, so fuck it, I'm gonna just move on." Like, shit, if you into Justin, shoot a Justin. Yeah. Like, but I, I do your thing. I, I don't. I do think that there's a, a, a added layer of um, safety that comes with like women shooting a shot, right? Like, as guys, we don't have to think about like, will I be safe if I go talk to this man you know like or, or talk to this woman like we don't really have this idea of safety issue but women do right like they can yeah. talk to somebody and then shoot their shot but then like after one sentence they can be like yeah this nigga ain't it and then this guy's been hella aggressive and like oh you know calling her bees you don't want to talk to me no more and we've seen women literally get beat up killed when they're rejecting men. And I just think that that's a layer that, that yeah. women got to worry about. So perhaps that's why there's not as much shooting from women as it is with men, because we don't have to. I've never had to worry about a woman, you know what I'm saying, taking my life if I reject her, you know, and that's not the case for women. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit more complicated. But, yes, women, shoot your shot. You'll be amazed at the, the response that guys will give you in terms of, like, Yo, thank you. I, I'm interested. I mean, I think it's I think it's what you said, Rodney. But I also think uh, it's ego too. Because mm. if we're gonna be honest, every single woman out here has options, bro. It don't matter what she looked like. 
they got options for whatever they want to do at that moment in time that night or whatever. <clears throat> so if they are into somebody, they don't want to shoot. Some some of them are skeptical about shooting their shot because they don't want to be rejected because they used to all these other niggas hollering at them. So I feel like it could be an ego thing too. Girls don't like to be rejected at all, especially when that's, they know they got options. Yeah. No, so nobody likes to be rejected. Big, yeah, I'm about to say that's a human thing. Yeah. yeah. But let me nobody likes to be rejected. Let me ask y'all this. So if a girl does shoot and she, and she accepts and y'all go on a date, or you accept and y'all go on a date, who paying for the bill? Does that mean she paying for the date? Yes. I'm paying, bro. Shoot your shots, lady, at Justin. Go ahead. I'm paying, bro. I'm paying. paying? But that's just the that's just the that's just the man that I mm. am though. I was I was raised that when you when you go on mm. a date, even if a woman initiates the date, you 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 still the one taking her. Right? Nine times out of ten. Uh, I mean, I mean you let, depends you on the how girl, much is you, you really like girl, her. <laughs> is is she pick is she picking you up for the first date, bro? She might. It's not, I mean, societal norms said niggas got to pick her up. I mean, I think mm. the world's Okay, flip. okay. The let me take it back. Let me, yeah, let me take it back. <laughs> let me take it back. Let me take it back. If I really like her, <laughs> All right. I'm going to pay, pay for the first date. Yeah, for sure. Now, if it's just some, some girl that's hollering at me and says, let's go to so-and-so, sure, bet. If she pays, cool. But if it's a girl that I've been wanting to be with for a minute and then we finally making moves... I'm gonna pay, bro, because first impressions are lasting impressions. So that's what I'm. So I, I, you know, I know I said yes, the woman should pay. Like I'm really pretty old fashioned, right? Like, <laughs> you know, my dad, my dad taught me, you know, never, you know, never let a woman pay for, you know, the day. So I, I, I get it in terms of like how my dad raised me, but I think you know, if a woman asks you out on a day, which I'm not saying that they would, but Things are becoming a little bit more progressive. I kind of think that that's on the woman um, to, you know, pay for the day. Just as if I asked a woman, hey, would you like to go out? That date is on me. Like, I asked you. You wasn't, you you probably could have been doing something else, but I asked you. So that means I am taking your time and it's on me to pay. So if a woman asks me, if you want to take me to Papa Do's, boo? <laughs> Let's go. I won't. I won't order order the most expensive thing, but we can go to Papa Do's. Boy, ain't no chick trying to take you no fucking right, right. Ain't no but <laughs> but anyways, but like I think I mean I don't, I mean yeah I guess she I mean I'm not saying a woman ain't capable. She can definitely pay for the first date. Right. But see me knowing myself, I can't I can't I can't let it happen, bro. If I really 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 want, if I enjoy being with the girl and I really like the girl. I'm gonna pay for Don't be fooled. But but Justin, let me ask this question though. So it's different though once you get married, then your wife can pay for whatever then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So shit, then we ain't even gotta be married. Oh, so if it's your girl, like if it's your girl, girl, yeah. uh, Okay. But the date, like until that's established, the man needs to cover the financial aspect of dating. That's not what I'm saying, bro. I'm talking about the first, the first date. Oh, okay. So just the, the, fir- the first date. I'm paying the first date. Now, if it continues to be a thing, I kind of, I kind of peep that too. Like if I, me and this, if me and this girl are dating, we ain't together together, but we dating, and, she, and I see that she ain't never reaching for her pocketbook when we go on dates. I kind of feel some type of way about that, cause then you know. Oh, you know, this hot girl, city girl shit. I don't know what the fuck these girls is on I'm nowadays. Saying, you ever so, felt like you've been scammed or you getting scammed for a meal, right? I think you I, asked I'm, this a, before. I'm good at reading. I'm good at reading vibes and reading people, bro. So I ain't never got scammed in, out of money. Oh, <laughs> I, I ain't going to say I ain't never been scammed before, but I ain't never been scammed out of money. No. Nah. You haven't no, got sir. a meal for the next 
Nah, bro. I'm I'm telling you, I, we done had this conversation before, bro. I done had girls ask me to take them to my hockey steakhouse and shit, and, I, and that was dead after that. <laughs> I, I, bro, I recommend. I don't I don't recommend high class dates the first time. If a girl recommends a high class date to me on the first time, I, I automatically think it's it ain't what it's supposed to be. If you're down to go Ooh. chill on some regular on some regular shit, then and I'm not saying any girl. Some girls just got expensive taste and they don't need nothing by it. But baby girl, I'm. YBN. All so, right, this nigga, bro. If you, well, I, I, I'm YBN. Yo, yo. I'm a young broke Yo, low-key, so. <laughs> I got this story. This is back, I'm much older than y'all, back when I was dating. And oh, I took this girl out, and we just went, I mean, I, so back in the day, I was been around for a while. We went to I, right? And I, of course, what I do, buy her meal, right? Because, you know, we... Go get some meat. Tell me, tell me why she was on the phone and she ordered for her mom, right? So she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting my mom some food." So the dude, <laughs> so the dude, the waitress comes back and he says, "Is this all together?" And before I could say like, "Well, me and her meal are together," and then our mom's meal is on a separate ticket, she gonna say, "Yes, yeah, all together." So I got finesse. I pay for the mama and her meal, and I and I was dun, like, dun, dun. Wow. I would have said something about that. Oh, wow. I would have said something about that. Well, you know, I was... You got the Venmo me. I was young. Oh, yeah. That was before your time. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was before Venmo. Just yeah, yeah. Cash, you didn't have Venmo. Run that cash, Y'all had ATMs? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I never talked to her after that. Like, after that, I just... I never talked to her after that. A wise but, man once told me if you go on a date, try to make that date free. If she not fucking with the free date, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said go to Waffle House and see her reaction. We can take a walk apart. Is she not fucking with you? Nah, I'm playing. You bet. Five ninety nine slam. Five ninety nine slam breakfast. Grand slam. Looking all star breakfast from Waffle House. Don't ask me how I know the menu. <laughs> so I want to get kind of more into this mental health stuff that we always preaching. So Big Sean came out with a new single. And it was called, or a new song called Single Again. And he pretty much talking about being alone for the for first time in a really long time. He's used to being in relationships and everything like that. And, of course, he broke up with his, ex, his ex-girlfriend. And he actually said it actually brought him some type of joy and happiness. happiness and it looks like more success. Uh, it feels like once he detached and got along and kind of figured out himself. Have y'all ever been in that situation where y'all just needed to get away? And just be alone, and it actually brought y'all positives in y'all lives. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I feel like sometimes solid. A lot of people find it uh, intimidating to be in their own solitude. So when I say that, I mean a lot of people don't like to be alone. Whether that be just chilling at the crib, watching TV by themselves, like, like for my, for example, myself. I mean, if I didn't have a girl, I felt like I had to be with my friends. If I didn't have my friends, I felt like I had to have a girl. Like, it was always back and forth. I hated being by myself. And, and then next thing you know, it's just you find yourself depending on other people for your own happiness. And one thing I appreciate about Big Sean is he's came out when his, his thing for the year is wake up and smell the roses. So when are we going to actually sit back and take the time to really be grateful for what we have? Like, if you think about it, a lot of us are always on the go, go, go. We wake up, shower, do whatever you do every morning, go to work, do what you do, come home. A lot of us do the same shit every single day and don't really think about the the how much of how much it can really put a toll on yourself rather than sitting back embracing what you have really thinking about the things that you're going through 
and really express that you don't really need anybody to have your, to be to have to find joy. So yeah. it, in the song, he was like, "What was you saying, Doctor B?" No, I just, I mean, I'll let you finish. I mean, I, I like, you know, what Big Sean is doing for him. I don't, I don't know if I would subscribe that. Uh, I, I think in a, in terms of a relationship, I think because Big Sean has jumped from relationship to relationship without really figuring out what he wants or the things that he's going through and really kind of analyzing that, yes. But I'm not a big component of of this whole idea of like you can do it by yourself. I think there are times that you need to process things by yourself, but I firmly believe in a community of people like um you yeah. know you know building community and you know so I think it's a good message. I just don't want it to be the only message that people hear, oh I need to be alone. I need to be single because that does lead into isolation does lead into other things that can be unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can right, see how right. it could be. It could be misconstrued into that. But I'm not saying like being comfortable in your own solitude as in let me go to work, go to school, and then sit at home all day and not talk to anybody and isolate myself from everyone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like stop depending on other people to find joy in yourself because there's a lot of people who like let's say things aren't going that well with them in their friendships or in their relationships or whatever that may be. Like I personally know people like we're in the social media age right now. So if someone's not sliding in someone's DMs or someone's not texting you that day, I have seen people literally be upset because that's not happening for them that day. And I feel like you need to love yourself before anybody else will. But I'm not saying you need to be keep it to yourself. Of course, you need a community of people. I'm always have those people, those loved ones around you to keep yourself to keep yourself main like to keep yourself sane. Like I don't want you just going sane like fuck not talking to anybody. But yeah. you still got to be able to operate on your own and not focus on what everybody else got going. Cause at the end of the day, all you got is you at the end of the day. Exactly. So, I mean, for me, I know when I get down on myself or I, at a depressing time, I typically kind of shut anybody out anyway. So that's, that's kind of like my long time. And I know specifically after college graduation, I went into that postgraduate college, postgrad depression, whatever. And that shit is really real. Some people, I don't know. Right. Some people, I don't know if everybody go through that, but I know for damn sure I did. And I know a couple other people that I even, I, I was transparent with and said I went through that. And they was like, oh yeah, I definitely went through that too. So I guess this is relevant. But I noticed I, I kept myself off of social media just because, not because I was being jealous, but of seeing everybody else, but it was more so that it seems like everybody else was succeeding but me. So it made me look at myself like, what's wrong with me? So I just got off of that shit and just like, and I'm yeah. back at home. Like, I'm back at home. Either I'm just going to be lazy and gain weight and get, be fat or I'm going to actually do something and try to get a job and use my degree and try to figure that out. Because it seemed like at this point, it's some bullshit. Anytime, anytime you do something for a while, and then it comes to an abrupt stop or you finished out. And I, I, this is what I don't think, at least in our community that we talk about, like even when I got, like I got a whole doctorate degree, right? Y'all don't know, after I got that degree, I went to Vegas, I celebrated. Boy was depressed and down for like, depressed. like six months sure. because I'm like, now I'm this whole doctor, I don't write anymore. I'm not doing, 
the things that I was doing to work towards this degree. I don't have a job. So it's real. It's really real. I mean, it's it's something that um nobody really told me about. Um and I just experienced it and I just it's tough. And if and honestly, if I wasn't in a group chat with y'all every day, laughing and getting some laughter, man, I don't I think I just Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You see who your real niggas are when you going through that time or just like, you know, you stand off as your real niggas gonna sense that and just check up on you too. Yeah. Man, and like in today's society, man, they kind of set you up for this failure because because a lot of us automatically assume like a lot of people, especially freshmen, they come into college and like, man, when I get my degree, I'm about to go make six figures, I'm about to be rich, and yada yada yada. And nope. it, hell no, yeah. <laughs> hell no, because you find people. There's people who have all the qualifica- qualifications in the world on paper and and can't even get a job, man. So then next thing you know, and I'm not knocking anybody to work at a bank, but there's people with bachelor's degrees in business and business and have MBAs that are selling for twelve fifty an hour working as a bank teller. And it's just like Bro, that's my story. That's what I had to, that's what yeah, I was going to say and, too. I and mean I got in. It's what a lot of people for hold us right other like, degree. Niggas got an aerospace engineering degree and they working at a bank and like you don't think that that's what's gonna happen to you, but this world the life I is wasn't a, the only one. That's what I'm saying. You're and you aren't and there's people going through that now and this real world is a bitch, man. And like, we gotta really be upfront and honest with people. We gotta, we gotta go go grind and get it. Now, there's plenty of money out here for anybody to go and get it, but you gotta pay your dues. And a lot of us say, go get your degree, you'll have all the money you want, or go get paper, you'll be their boss. And there's people who don't even have degrees that's the boss of people with no degree, yeah. with with degrees. Not saying so a like, degree don't get that. No, but we gotta quit thinking that a degree is gonna automatically give you that success that we all dream for, because that's not oh, the case sure. at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's not the and case at all. The, I mean, the good thing about that alone time is like you really find your who you really are. You might have not really found yourself in college. Like you find yourself a lot in college, but you really don't really find out what you can do after you like you need to grind for yourself. You don't got mama and daddy. Man. No more. You for real need to grind and get this shit. I started actually needing I need to get this job. I could I, I realized I working at this bank and this I don't know how people pay bills working at this fucking bank. They have to be selling themselves on the side. I just don't or get that, that, Or debt, 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 debt. Yeah, I'm about to say credit card debt and yep. just fuck for life. So I'm like, I, I can't do this. I got on LinkedIn and start literally emailing or uh, DMing recruiters and managers 100 per day, literally 100 per day, and just like grind it, making all the phone calls. I don't know if everybody else grind needs to grind like that you can translate it to doing other things not just the way i did it but just grinding and working on yourself when you know you're not in the place you want to be either you're going to kick into that second gear or you just going to stay back and be lazy and stay at your mom's crib yeah and that's a and that's a big fear man like you don't really my dad would always tell me you don't want to be in the real world you better embrace everything now because once you get in that real world it's a bitch and i'm like i like right now i'm i'm finishing my master's degree right now i got about 10 more months so I finished my master's degree and then I'm out here. So it's just like, you think like, oh, I still got 10. You you think, oh, I got 10 more months before I got to figure this shit out. But let's think about it. 10 months ain't shit. And next thing you know, I got to figure out what the fuck I'm about to do next. And to be honest, I have no clue what I'm about to be doing next. And that's just scary, bro. I'm not saying I've been depressed because I've had it. I've been blessed and I've been able to do the things that I want to do and take trips with my guys and all that stuff. But this shit, this shit's scary, bro. Everybody go through. Yeah, not everybody go through that. Now, we, 
you've been blessed to have been put on game beforehand. I had Fact. to figure out I wasn't uh I wasn't blessed to have connections or even reach out or network like I should have until all the way after the fact. I'm still working on my network. And that goes for anybody, any occupation, music industry, uh regular corporate job, you need to network. I didn't figure that out to almost after I was gonna say network and have mentors, man. I mean Really, like, so with me being, so within our, within our group, I'm the youngest out of everybody. So our, our age group ranges from, like, 40s all the way down to, like, 23. So 78 it's, to the- <laughs> Shit, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But it's just, like, you, a lot of people think, like, dang, bro, all your, all your bros from college are a lot older than you. Or they're all older than you. And, like, that's how I want it because I'm getting put on game from these niggas every day learning this shit that a lot of people have to figure out the hard way. And you really got to have those relationships with people who have already been through the shit that you were about to go through. So that way, when that shit comes, you're ready for it. And it's no surprise because, like, I embrace every single relationship I have with my guys because these niggas have all been through a lot of shit. And me being put on game now, I feel like I have a lot more wisdom than most average 23 years old, 23 year old. And this is, this is why I say, you know, community is important because, you know, for us and particularly people who, uh, you know, as people of color, black people, you know, when when we grow up, like our parents are like pushing us out and be like, yeah, when you're in the real world, you in the real world. And that's it. But little do you know, like dominant identities, white families, they get to go back, save up money for a year and. You know, we're going to help you get this house because there's more resources and and networking done with, with that group than it is with ours. We just we just get out there and get pushed out there. And I think as a community, we got to start networking better. We got to start building together. And that way we can have times where like Justin is getting this knowledge that's valuable so that he's not wasting time doing trial and error, which is what I had to do. Right. Like I'm trying to get get, you know, PPR with the free game because I went through the trial and error. So I'm like trying to say, don't do this. Here's the things you got to be aware of. Um, and that's going to give you more of a platform or more of an advantage to, to make it faster than, it, you know, it is for me. So I just, I just think we got to build our community, you know, do what we can do for us. And I think that there's value in networking and mentoring. Facts and switching gears. I since we mentioned in degrees and stuff, I've been seeing recently like this Rich Paul, Rich Paul rule, like the NCAA starting Rich to implement. Paul rule. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but like for those that haven't heard about it, it's kind of recent. Like I'll break it down. Like so, pretty much the NCAA instituted this rule where uh, it has to be an NCAA NCAA certified agent to be an agent for an NFL. Uh, I'm sorry, NBA player to go into the draft. But the qualifications to be an NCAA agent, you have to have a bachelor degree and you have to have three years of like certain experience or uh, or a certain NBPA certification, whatever, all these rules, whatever. And it's called the Rich Paul rule. That's not the official rule that the NCAA call it. It's called the Rich Paul rule because it seems like it's kind of banning out Rich Paul, LeBron James agent who doesn't have a degree. He actually came up came up and got it out the mud pretty much and grinded his way to his successful stature that he's at today. And it looks like, and there's a whole uproar on social media if you see it or not. Like, you could tell that it seems kind of undertone 
like racism? Like, is this oh, like yeah. some? Yeah. I don't know. Have, I don't know what y'all think about this. I think, that it, shit. Is. I think it, it is racism. But go ahead, Doctor B. I'll, I'll go next. Yeah, it's 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 layered, right? It's racism. It's classes. It's um, um, it's all about who has access and who doesn't. And this is why I always say when you talk about these systems of oppression, it's not, things are not done by accident just because, oh, we just want to make the uh, playing field even. This is directly in contrast with, with um, you know, black people or uh, people who are what I call historically looted areas because who still in large majority gets to get degrees? Who has the, the, the funding to be certified, right, by the NBA, PA for a minimum of three years and then take an in-person exam? Like, yeah, all that. These, <laughs> these things are created so that it prevents those who probably have connections to these NBA players or eight of uh, these stars um, to prevent them from, you know, having access. And so I think it's classes. I think it's races. Um, and I'd be interested to see what happens now that this rule is, is going on. It's another well, form of systemic racism, it seems like. Well, yeah. And, and here's, like. here's a few things, though. First, if we talk about – we could talk about Rich Paul, clutch sports. He represents LeBron James, Ben Simmons, fucking Draymond Green, any of these big time, Anthony Davis. He represents these guys with no degree. And the NCAA making that a rule is really just petty. Because if we're going to be honest, most niggas have automatically assumed that they had to have a degree to be an agent anyway. Rich Paul's story is he was homeboys with LeBron from before LeBron was LeBron. Type exactly. Shit. So LeBron put him on, and now he's got his own empire. And but think about himself. it. You got Rock Nation. Jay-Z don't have a degree. You got, you, got, mm. you got Young Money. And I think Lil Wayne has a degree. I don't know if it's honorary or not. Recently, but, but that's been going, sure degree. But that's been going. So yeah. it's just like, it's an unwritten rule. And they, see, and they see a black man flourishing with other black men. And the, mm. really, all the NCAA is doing is fucking themselves. So, for example... Darius Baisley, the Oklahoma City Thunder's recent draft pick, he's with Clutch Sports with Rich Paul. He, did, he said, fuck going to college, I'm going to just do an internship. Rich Paul got him an internship at New Balance and got him paid a million dollars for a six-month internship until it's time for him to go to the draft. Genius. And what these kids are doing nowadays anyway is a lot of these kids are, going, are declaring to go overseas and then go, to, uh, and then go to the draft. Anyway, these kids aren't wanting to go to college. The whole one-and-done rule is stupid. These kids don't want to go to college if they know they can go to the league. So when the NCAA makes this rule, they're really just escalating these kids going overseas to play or going to the straight to the G League and playing because these, the NCAA is just fucking it over for themselves now. So now all these big-name guys is just, oh, well, shit, since I can't sign. Because these kids are going to still want to sign with Rich Paul. Who wouldn't want to sign with Rich Paul? That's, that's big time. Rock Nation, all those guys, yes. that's big time. So if they, okay, well, if I can't sign with him when I get out of college and shit, I'm going to just go overseas to play, make money overseas. And then come to the league and still be represented by the best. So really, I think the NCAA is just fucking themselves at the end. And it, it's like, and it is, it is systemic racism because once again, black men are flourishing off each other, and they hate to see it. 
They hate to see exactly. it. <laughs> so in that case, that the mm. Oklahoma City Thunder player, he wouldn't even be able to have Rich Paul as an agent. He wouldn't even have the bag that he has today. He nope. wouldn't even have the opportunity. Rich Paul has a whole fucking portfolio of all these successful niggas all without a degree. On, in his bag, so, bro. <laughs> you kind of see what the fuck going on. Yeah. You know what's going on. Like, that's just being petty. Because, like I said, these it's guys, a black man with power. He got power. Most agents, most agents have fucking degrees anyway. So why do you even have to make that a fucking rule? You know, you see some of these agents are not getting the big names. And they're like, we can't compete with a friendship. So what do yeah. you do? You put policies um, in place. And this is why I say discrimination and, and racist policies always rights the ship for those that are in most dominant positions, right? It, it just, it just re, it reinvents itself, right? So, yeah. you know, now we've got to figure out how to, you know, I think, circumvent this or I don't know like I think it's going to be very tragic for a lot of the stars that have people around them that they grew up with that they want uh, to be in business so this but this is what I'm saying bro if most of these kids know they NBA talent before they even go to fucking college nine times out of ten a lot of these kids are big time I mean there's a there's a John Morant's and all that stuff that come out of the blue for sure but a lot of these guys that get drafted were, was that dude from the jump. Like, the Zion, Zion Williamson would have went pro out of when he was fucking 16, if we're going to be real. But it's like, these guys are, these guys are, are going to stop going to college, man. If, that, if they going to start putting rules to who they can sign with or who they can be represented by, they're just not going to go. Because at the end of the day, these guys want to be represented by people they trust, not by just some certified agent. Like, if I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go to the where all these stars are going. If, if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are represented by this agent, he must be doing something right, and he wants to be my agent too? Shit. I'm, I'm taking that opportunity. But, and if I have to go overseas and play, then fuck it. These guys don't want to get degrees. Yeah, I, I <laughs> totally agree. And with that being said, I wish we had Agent Nicole Lynn on. So if you're listening, I'm trying to just put that out there. But anyways... <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate y'all for listening. We're going to stop it right there. Y'all be sure to follow the Wholesome Men Podcast on IG and Twitter. Uh, follow us on IG at Wholesome Men Podcast underscore underscore underscore. And on Twitter, just at Wholesome Men. And also follow your boy at Logan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. Go ahead, Justin. Sign us up. Man, y'all already know what it is. Justin Lawrence Penny, OKC. You already know. Go ahead and give me a follow wow. on IG. JLP underscore 63. Let's get it. <laughs> and Dr. B. Yeah, so uh, this boy dropped his whole government name. But uh, yeah, it's your boy, Dr. B. Uh, follow me on Petty Neck Door underscore four. And yo, y'all hit me up on Twitter because I really do be tweeting, you know, or looking at tweets. So yeah, Petty Neck Door underscore four. He really be tweeting, y'all. He'd really be tweeting. He'd really be tweeting. All right, y'all. This is the Host of Men podcast. Let's get it. You're we right. out. Peace. Yep. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Oh, say my name. Say my name. If no one is around you.